So today's expose is Quicksilver. Here's Quicksilver. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He was uh, created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. (laughs) You like that? Here's Quicksilver. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, and uh, he first appeared in the X-Men number four in March 1964. His full name is Pietro Django Maximoff. Uh, yeah. And he's been in lots of different groups of peoples. X-Factor. He was in an X-Factor in this episode, apparently. But he was in X-Men and Inhumans and Brotherhood of Mutants and that type of stuff. He's got a sister named Scarlet Witch. Uh, <laughs> and he's got powers of, of speediness. He's a speedster. <laughs> uh, and apparently he, he can do winds and tornadoes with the speed and a bit of time manipulation, very like much like the Flash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, fun. Yeah, somebody <laughs> described him as the Flash with a bad attitude. <laughs> yeah, kind of true. Is, <laughs> he does have a bad attitude. He's always like angry about something. Yeah, I've <laughs> never been a big fan of Quicksilver. I think he's kind of lame. <laughs> but he keeps being used in like every medium of X Men medium there is. <laughs> yeah, and um, he started off as this is what I alluded to last week, and I have so much history for you on Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch this week, but. They started off as villains in, I believe, X-Men number four. And then it was funny because Magneto had saved them and they were like, well, this guy seems like a jerk, but he kind of like saved our lives. So maybe we can like stick around. (laughs) But then when they realized he was evil, you know, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, they left and they joined the Avengers, which is why we run into a lot of issues between MCU Mm -hmm. and Fox, which we'll get into later. Yeah. Yeah. But I have a whole history lesson for you. Like, this is so confusing, but I'm going to walk you all through it, listeners. (laughs) But that's at the end. Until then, I go. I want to go. Gene. Scott. Gene. Welcome to this week's episode of Solving for X. My name is Sean, the ultimate excavationist. And I'm something of an X fan myself, Kevin. Yay! We are here to talk family ties with you this week. What an episode. What an episode. Thanks for happening. Yeah. But uh, before we get to that, uh, last week on Previously On, we asked, should Moira have hid Kevin away to protect him? So I remember I said no. I think you were on the same page as me, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
So it was very close, Kevin. It was, uh, Kevin, it was <laughs> nine <laughs> votes to 11 votes, 55 to 45%. So very split on this decision, but the nose won with the 55%. So people right. think it made it worse that she kept him behind this curtain basically all his life. Like Rapunzel. Like Rapunzel. (laughs) (laughs) I do think that's interesting that it was almost a tie just because um, it goes to show that it's not something that's universally agreed upon. Like there are so many different ways to raise a kid. So like, yeah. And there's so many different levels to it because we don't know all the nuances, all the details, and that could affect on somebody's choice decision too. They don't know all the details. That's a really good point too. You're right. Well, jumping over to Family Ties, this aired uh, May 4th, 1996. So if you remember last week, we were in 1995. So we're like all over the board with these episodes. Yeah. This was written by Marley Clark, directed by Larry Houston. So this one, I'll go through it more in the end, but I wanted to set it up by saying this is mostly based on Giant Size Avengers number one, which came out in 1974. And then Avengers 185 through like 189-ish, which came out in July of 1979. So this is very much based on the comics, but much like we see in the the Marvel media, it kind of takes those stories and weaves it into its own simplified tale, much like Across the Universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which we both saw and we loved. <laughs> Love that. Love that. <laughs> Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Miles Morales, (laughs) Spider-Punk. All right, get us started on this synopsis. At the X-Factor facility, Quicksilver is monitoring stuff when his twin sister calls and says, Hey, it's your sister. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wanda, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch, yes. And Quicksilver is a jerk to her. He's like, I told you not to call me unless it's an emergency. <laughs> and then she's like, <laughs> and then she's like, but Pietro, father is in danger. It's father. She's like, it's father. And like, oh, well, we better go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he speeds off to the hummingbird to come pick her up. The phallic jet penetrates the night on its way to Wanda. I knew you'd like that. I knew you'd like that. Oh, I did. Whiplash. So I was really surprised. I didn't recognize any of these voices, but these are two very iconic voices, especially Scarlet Witch, who I've never heard this actress do a voice like this. Do you know who it is? Well, I see in your notes, but that is a surprise. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Scarlet Witch is voiced by Tara Strong, which if you're into animation, you know her as a voice of Harley Quinn. You know her as a voice of Twilight Sparkle from My Little Pony, as Raven in Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. This woman, oh, Bubbles in Powerpuff Girls. This woman has done it all. Yeah, and Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts 2, and she was like in the little group of Riku and Yuffie and the little fairies. Like, it's, yeah, I always forget about that, that one. Yeah. It is weird that they turn the little Final Fantasy characters into fairies, but sure. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, you, you know Kingdom Hearts so well. You always like bring me back to it. So thank you. You're welcome. 
Um, Quicksilver is also someone iconic, which I did not know until today that this actor actually passed away in 2020 of um, uh, brain complications. He was getting treated for obsessive compulsive disorder with this machine, and I guess it caused an infection which led to his death, which I was really sad by. I did not know that. That is sad. But um, this was Paul Haddad who originated the voice of Leon S. Kennedy in Resident (laughs) Evil 2. Yeah, the original. Ooh, yeah. so good. And his <laughs> voice, I could actually hear the Leon in his voice. I could not hear Tara Strong in Scarlet Witch's voice at all. <laughs> yeah, that, that, it was a big surprise. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's more of like a straightforward character for her. This is obviously like towards the beginning of her beginning. career when she's not showing her skills as much yet. Mm-hmm. She's like, I, I'm a lady. I'm doing a lady. Not like a cute little girl <laughs> voice because I do all these cute voices now. <laughs> I'm a lady. That's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's and yeah, both of them. Um, I read that both of them are Canadian actors. So that's why they probably got called in for this because they were probably part of the Canadia studio that was like doing the voices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. The hummingbird has reached southern Romania. Pietro and Wanda are doting over their sick father, Django. He tells them the tw- he tells them he tells the twins he is not their natural parent. Oh boy, wait till you hear how this goes. <laughs> he admits that he had taken a vow to never tell them, but since he's dying, you know, whatevs, he goes into a flashback reverie. <laughs> <laughs> like, who did he vow this to? I know. <laughs> to your mother who probably died way before me, uh, your adoptive mother. <laughs> probably I don't to like Bova and the High Evolutionary, I'm guessing. Mm, that is weird. That because yeah. it seems like he really wanted them to come back, so I don't know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, isn't it funny that his name is Django and that's Quicksilver's middle name? Oh, oh. Oh, I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In the past, we look. <laughs> Sometimes when I write some of this, I'm like, I know exactly how Kevin's going to say this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why I say it like that? Why? <laughs> because of Into the Woods. It's like, oh, in the past, okay, okay. when your mother was with child. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. There you go. Um, but we look from cliff tops onto a small town. A beefy midwife. Oh, get it? She's a heifer. Is seen. <laughs> Yes, a beefy half a midwife is seen carrying the twins to a cottage on the cliff. The midwife, Wolva, has made sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what is wrong with me today? Okay. (laughs) Has made sure to gender the twins in pink and blue. Uh, Very. Sleeping Beauty in it. She leaves mm-hmm. the children with Django and Maria. Mar, Mar, Mariah. Oh, Mar, is it, what is it? Mariah? Mariah. Probably Mariah. I don't think okay. they ever say the name, though, in the show. All right. But yeah, that M-A-R-Y-A Maximoff. Since they had been hoping 
for children, but could not conceive. <laughs> so I do have a little beef with Bova. Like, <laughs> she's a cow. She's bovine. Let's name her Bova. So why don't I just call you Sapio? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So this is our first cameo. Don't worry about us, Dingo. We'll make sure we can. Cameo. Because Bova is kind of like, she's a big character in Marvel. She shows up here and there. Um, but she first showed up in Giant Size Avengers number one in 1974. And she was High Evolutionary's very first, like, new man creation so he evolved her from a cow into a cow person (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah and then eventually it's sad because when one of the celestials is coming to earth to judge everybody like high evolutionary just starts killing off his new men to like hide his experiments and she's one of the ones that he kills he's such a piece of work that high evolutionary he really oh, is. I, I feel like they, I feel like they made him even more evil in Guardians of the Galaxy three. But like, right. he's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. All right, back in the present, Pietro and Wanda are still doting over Django. He's so unchained. He finishes his story <laughs> by telling them they need to go to Wondagore to find Bova to learn the whole story. Quicksilver's a little bitch, but Wanda tells him they have to at least look for their di- their father's dying wish. Yeah, like Quicksilver didn't want to go. He's like, this man's crazy. Do you really believe him? Yeah. <laughs> um, did Wondagore ring any bells for you? It did sound familiar, but I couldn't remember why. The reason it's familiar to you is because Wondagore was featured prominently in the multiverse of madness. of madness that's what i was thinking yeah yeah that's where wanda goes to and dr strange like zombie chases her there <laughs> it's the whole, the whole little cliff there yeah yeah so when they showed that in the movie i was really excited because wanda gore has always been like a big part of scarlet Witch's past so it's exciting that we got just a snippet of it in multiverse of madness i'm hoping we get more in the future though yeah Okay. Oh, back at the manor for the first time, <laughs> a shadowy figure <laughs> enters the premise. <laughs> it's Magneto. He calmly walks in to chess. Ooh, with Charles. Ex- <laughs> Charles Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> you like my motion there? <laughs> yes. Um, and I thought this painting on the wall was very odd. I couldn't tell if it was Liberace or Elton John. Um, I was like, what is this? And then later on when they showed the painting again, he looked completely different, like just some old beardy man. So I don't know who, I don't know what that painting is. I didn't even <laughs> notice the painting. Like I remember seeing a painting there, but I didn't look at it. <laughs> yeah. They only showed the whole entirety of it in like two shots. So, okay. But Yeah. <laughs> Um, Xavier is surprised to find that Magneto easily dispatched Wolverine in the watch room. And then he looks at the screen and is like, oh, what did you do to Wolverine? He's like, I'm not just into this chair. Oh. 
Um, and Magneto has come to ask Xavier's help. His wife, Magda, may still be alive in the Balkans. <laughs> he wants Xavier to scan for mutant activity there with Cerebro. Nito asks Charles to not interfere for any reason. Magneto leaves and Wolverine comes barreling in just in time to be useless. He's like, oh, where is he? Where is he? Why, I ought to... And then uh, <laughs> Xavier tells Wolverine to follow Magneto in secret in case there's trouble. He's like, oh, I like trouble. Ooh, ooh. I hope there's trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this seems kind of like not the strongest reason to send Wolverine to spy on Magneto. (laughs) Magneto came to be like, hey, can you use Cerebro for reasons? Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's like, no. And he's like, okay, I go. He's like, go. Yeah, Yeah." it worked, though. Yeah, it's something. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, back at Wondagore, Quicksilver speedily carries Scarlet Witch to the top of the mountain. They are met there by High Evolutionary. When they tell him they're looking for Bova, he is surprised to note they are the twins. High Evolutionary is leery of the twins. He thinks they could be spies. Pietro tells him they don't care about his seat. A boot. (laughs) His uh, (laughs) Canadian came out right there. We don't care about your secrets. (laughs) We just want to talk to Bova. High Evolutionary tells him he can prove it's them, but back in the lab. Why don't you come back in the lab and see what's on the slab? <laughs> I bet you. <laughs> so we have okay. we have our next cameo. We have High Evolutionary Kevin. Don't worry about us, Dingo. We'll make sure we can. Cameo. He's crazy looking. Yeah, he's a little weird. I don't fully understand, like, what he's turned himself into. (laughs) (laughs) But if you remember, we saw him once before, really quick, in this show. I think he was watching a screen. Oh. And I just didn't realize he looked like this. So I was like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah, they did an interesting thing with him in Guardians where they made, like, him wearing, like, a fake face. face. Like, yeah, like a skin mask. That was weird. Yeah. (laughs) So he first got teased and then fully appears in the Mighty Thor number 134 in 1966. So he's been around for, or sorry, he teases in 133, full appearance in 134. But he's been around for a long freaking time. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So he has immense intelligence, psionic (laughs) powers, and then the armor he wears gives him super strength, flight, regeneration, manipulation of matter and energy, and size shifting. So he's almost kind of like the apocalypse of the Avengers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, there we go. All right, from here on out, I call him High E. <laughs> okay. Uh, back in. Ha-ease, go. Is it me or you? It's you. Okay, good. All right. So, back in Ha-ease lab, he shows the twins the new man. A man. <laughs> oh, the new man everywhere. Uh, <laughs> animals evolved to be humanoid. 
he puts their hands in a machine that verifies their bingo dino DNA or just DNA regular DNA. <laughs> and, <laughs> They're not dinosaurs, Kevin. <laughs> no, no, not dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> Uh, upon proving it's them, hi, he's like, it's true, it is you. Welcome home to this laboratory that you want to live in because reasons. Um, <laughs> he takes them to Boba at once, and then Boba reveals the sad story, but not really yet. But she goes, I don't know who your father is, only your mother. I, your mother gave you to me, he he he, and then. She had just seen a mutant destroy a village with his powers, the mother, and she ran scared, and she left the twins with Bova, and then left into the wilderness for fear that the mutant would find them and, like, track her down. So she's like, if, he find, if I run into the woods, he'll just find me and not the children, so the children shall be safe. Oh. And then <laughs> Quicksilver demands a name, and Bova reluctantly, but maybe not so reluctantly, mm, tells her it was mm. Magneto. Quicksilver vows revenge. I was like, I'll oh, get up. And then Hai'i tells them that Nito can be found at a loved one's marker this time every year. Hai'i sends his best warriors to go with the twins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of funny to me, too, because it made it seem like Magneto is going into a trap to find Magda, but yet he goes to this grave at this time every year. So then why did Magda call him? (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's just a little things here and there with the story that's kind of (laughs) silly. It's just like, Magda called to me, but I visit her grave every year on the same day at the same time. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Unless... No, unless uh, uh, that was a lie by High Evolutionary because they called Magneto there and then he told them, oh, it just so happens he's going to be here at this time. Go. (laughs) Right. Because they've just Um, been tracking him crazy. Yeah. I want you to put this this story, this Bova story in your – where did that come from? I have a nut in my throat. I want you to put this (laughs) Bova backstory in your back pocket because we're going to come back to that. All After right. I get this nut out yeah. of my throat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm surprised there's not two nuts, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> and a banana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Back at the graveyard for the first time. Mag- <laughs> I still laugh that time I put back at the man. You're like, we haven't even been there yet. <laughs> How are we going back there? That's why I always put that now. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> Magneto approaches Magda's grave. Wolverine reports back to Beast that Nito isn't such a dirt wad after all. A cloaked figure with Magda's voice approaches Nito at the graveyard. Nito goes to her. He desperately grabs her hand, which reveals a goat hoof. It's a goat new man posing as Magda. Magda. (laughs) Just laughs. You fool. (laughs) (laughs) Let me run away. (laughs) Yeah. Just then, Wanda and Pietro arrive, seeking revenge for their mother's death. Quicksilver creates a small tornado by running fast. Wolverine reports back that it's a trap. Nito easily dispatches the twins, but then the new men help the twins easily dispatch Nito. 
they hang him from a tree, but not neckily, Kevin. They don't hang him neckily. <laughs> no, they hold him bodily. Yeah, Tor- bodily. <laughs> Tor- yeah, uh, uh, torsally. <laughs> torsally. <laughs> I do like um, Wolverine's Island with Dr. Moreau reference right here, just for like the old school horror mm-hmm. fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I read that book in school. Yes. I watched the movie. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, yeah. It's horrific. It's fine. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, nine. Nito is still hanging from the tree, but not neckily, torsally. (laughs) Scarlet Witch demands the new men to kill Nito, but oh, she's like, get him! And but they instead ensnare the twins. Wolverine comes to their aid against the creatures. Nito breaks free and joins in on the fight. He's like, ah, you destroyed Magda's gravestone. That makes me mad. <laughs> and Wolverine tells Nito, Xavier sent him. The nude men, the new, I was to say nude men, but no, that's new men. <laughs> New men gas our heroes and take them captive. Xavier tries to check in on a movie over the com to no avail. Oh. Oh. I do think it's funny, though, how many times Magneto is captured in this episode and how, like, he struggles a little bit. And then he's like, I'm just going to easily yeah. escape now. Right. <laughs> it's like, uh, like I was I needed a little break. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't get out. Okay, I'm bored. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, back at the manor. Xavier is worried about Logan. He talks to Beast about how confounding it is that Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver would attack the known terrorist Magneto. Beast surmises X-Factor may be involved. Xavier and Beast take off in the Blackbird to check out the situation. Meanwhile, back at Wondagore... Wolverine, Nito, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch are all being held in yellow resin type material. <laughs> Those nuts. <laughs> Those nuts. Okay, so the other ones in my mouth. I get it now. Okay. <laughs> the banana. <laughs> and the banana. <laughs> all right. What's that called when you start? Oh, um, teabagging. There we go. That's not- <laughs> Good times. Okay. Good times. <laughs> Magneto tells Wolverine that Wondagore sits on top of a mystical valley. Enter High Evolutionary. Magneto demands to know if High E killed Magda. High E wakes the twins and robot mansplains <laughs> his plan to use the twins DNA to speed up Wanda's power and bring to speed up oh yeah oh yeah right 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 okay because Wanda has the probability powers that he wants to like extort and Quicksilver has the fast quickie powers the speedy powers he's like I can do it a year's work in like no time oh (laughs) which that power sucks in bed though yeah yeah it's like, oh, it's over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, was it good for you too? <laughs> <laughs> Evil. Horrible. Get out of here, Quicksilver. 
Not in my mouth, Quicksilver. <laughs> um, anyway, Magneto is the final piece to the plan. He spliced Nito's DNA into the mix. He reveals that Nito is their father. Oh, Hi-E magically picks up Wolverine and puts him in a test tube. He alters Wolverine's DNA, turning him into a... Uh, well, a Wolverine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> High E plans on creating enough new men to police the world. Just then, there is a disturbance outside. Oh. So now I'm, now I'm scared. What if Quicksilver was so fast he put his nuts in both of our mouths oh, while we've been recording? <laughs> I mean, you can't see him when he's that fast. You just can't. Right. <laughs> so uh, what do you think of High Evolutionary's plan? I mean, I don't like it. I, I guess it could work, but it seems evil. <laughs> yeah, it seems, like, questionably evil, like... If if it was a good plan that nobody's going to get hurt on, then why did you have to, like, do all this right. subterfuge and, like, fool everybody? <laughs> and, like, so who – did Bova even know? Probably not. She's probably part duped, too. Mm, I have kind of an explanation for that that we'll get to. It gets I'm, – okay. I'm telling you right now, it gets so confusing. <laughs> it's so confusing. I'm confused by this episode without all the other confusing stuff. So I'm just like, so how much of this was a trick? How much of this did he actually know? I don't know. (laughs) True. Yeah, I think for our sake, I would say that High Evolutionary knows that they have powers. And I think that he was the one who caused Magneto to go to the gravesite to look in Magda's grave. And so he like manipulated everybody to get what he mm-hmm. wanted. So, but did he, was he expecting the twins to come or was it, was it a surprise to him? And if, I think he knew, I think he okay. wanted them to come. I think that's why, uh, when the twins decided to see their father, I think he probably set in the motion to get Magneto to come too. Yeah, he's probably like, you know that vow you kept to not tell them? You can tell them now. You're dying, so tell them. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Our Bova went to to Django and was like, Moo, I heard from the goat person (laughs) that this, that, and this, and it was probably a rumor that was put forth by High Evolutionary. So it was like a whole telephone thing. (laughs) Rumor has it. Okay. <laughs> rumor has it. <laughs> Ooh, rumor. <laughs> okay. All right. Outside the facilita, the blackbird arrives. Xavier and Beast slowly and nonchalantly leave the craft. Beast marvels at the animal people. He feels a kinship since he is also an animal people. <laughs> yeah, he's like, they're not beast. Not man. Much like what people say to me when they see me. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just thought it was funny. They, like, exit the jet in the middle of all these animal people, not knowing if they're good or bad or what their intentions right. are. And they're just like, hey, we're on vacation. Do you know where the local Starbucks is? <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> all right. 13? No. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Back inside... 
Magneto talks to the twins about their mother. He tells them that Magda never told him about the twins. Magneto promises to free himself and his kids, and so he does. <laughs> Pretty easily dispatches the, the <laughs> things that were catching them. These, you know these little um, rocky things that they were in? It kind of reminded me of Avatar, too, the little crystal things that they had them in in um, the Earth Kingdom with Boomy. Little rock candy Oh, thing. okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I did see, though, when Quicksilver moved, his, his like, exposed body did not match the under-the-surface body. <laughs> I noticed that, too. <laughs> it was, like, static below, but it was still moving above. Yeah, like, that doesn't match. <laughs> but, yeah. Outside, Hi-E leads the attack against Xavier and Beast. Mm-hmm. Enter Magneto, see what I did there, and the <laughs> twins to join in on the fracas. Magneto is blasted from the sky, breaking his hold on Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. He leaves them to fall to their deaths as he saves himself. Scarlet Witch lucks herself, probabilities herself, onto a passing airspeeder as Quicksilver turns into a whirlwind and joins her. <laughs> Nito saves Beast and then demands to know where High E are. Together, Nito and Wanda easily dispatch the rest of the new men as everyone stands and watches. Suddenly, there's a scream from Charles. <laughs> yeah, his weird, ah! whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Although I loved, too, when uh, Wanda, like, she's like, falls, like, ah! and then she, went, she landed on the, the um, airspeeder, and then she's like, hey, and she kicks him off. <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was cute. I like that. <laughs> all right 15 oh is this the end yeah oh my geez the wheezes okay wolverine who is now a wolverine lifts xavier into the air and throws him Ah! (laughs) (laughs) beast runs to his aid and picks up the hover chair Nito and Quicksilver race to pursue the deserters, but they're too late. <laughs> that's Ursula. I, say, that's I, say. I knew it. <laughs> uh, Wanda is blasted out of the sky. They watch as the high ease ship flies into the air. Nito vows to find him and get revenge. As high E leaves, the landscape melts and Wolverine turns back into Wolverine, but not to Wolverine anymore. Just a human in Wolverine. Humanine. <laughs> And Nino tells the twins he wants to get to know them more. Quicksilver is still mad about Nito's treatment of Magda. Nito tells them it is the greatest regret of his life. Xavier, Beast, and Logan stick around to hear his grief until Nito takes off. So I'm very confused. Why everything Tell just me about melted it, away? Janet. Yeah, oh. is it just because he left the building or left the place? <laughs> yeah, because apparently. Much like Proteus, like everything was being controlled by High Evolutionary's like ship, so he was keeping it all like the wildlife and everything within, oh. only within his territory. So when he left, it all like melted and got destroyed because nothing was keeping it there anymore. Oh, weird. Yeah, it is a <laughs> weird concept because it makes so, more but, sense with Proteus since it's a power. Right. It's like, I see if. For him, it's like he pretty much just made them, and that's what they are now. 
And then yeah, that's what maybe, I would maybe, think. Maybe this is the kid version because you know, like in Guardians of the Galaxy, he's like, "Well, I don't like this, so I'm going to just kill the whole planet that is unsuccessful." Uh, so in this version, it's just like it just melts back to normal. Nobody dies. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, because the Guardians of the Galaxy is based on a comic where he did destroy like one of his early um, yeah. uh, creations, like that, and Warlock had to help save things. So. I think you're probably right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's so sad in Guardians of the Galaxy because this was a people that were really well, you know, living their lives, doing their thing, having good times and families and stuff. And uh, this is not successful enough to you. Rude. I'm mad. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. a joke. <laughs> yeah. I do find it interesting, though, like these writers from like the 60s and 70s, they have such a weird fascination with the Romani because Nightcrawler got picked up by Romani parents and now Quicksilver <laughs> oh, yeah. and Scarlet Witch. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think like Dick Grayson Robin's story is kind of like Romani oh, yeah. also because he runs mm-hmm. off at the circus. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this fascination back then. You know, they're the mystical people. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so just to give you an idea of how confusing this gets, if you go to wrap-up, you'll see all my notes on how to explain the parentage of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Are you ready for it? Okay, (laughs) lay it on me. All right, so in Giant... Well, first off, we talked about how in the very beginning, Magneto saved Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. They didn't know he was their dad. They went and joined the Avengers... In Giant Size Avengers number one, uh, Scarlet Witch assumes so. There's these two characters. I've always hated this name so much. There's Miss America and there's Wizard. <laughs> the Wizard is the name Which, of a roller coaster at Six Flags Great America. Is it really? It is. <laughs> I always think of someone peeing. Like it sounds like peeing to me. I'm gonna go take a whiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Wizard and Miss America were like partners with Captain America in the original war. And they actually went to Wondegore because Miss America was pregnant with twins. And so when they went there, she gave birth to the twins, but she died. And then Wizard was presented with the twins. But then at some point, I don't know too much about Wizard or the story, but at some point he like wasn't their dad anymore. Like the twins were given away. So when he met with Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, he assumed that they were his twins. So he told Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch that he was their dad. So then for years, they thought they were this guy's kids. <laughs> so that's how it starts. And I, like, forget I guess his I'm first your name. Dad, so I'm your dad. Yeah. <laughs> I must be your dad. His last name was Frank, which I found kind of like that's kind of on the nose with Anne Frank. But OK. Yeah. So then in Avengers 185 in 1979, so five years later, uh, this is where it's very much based on this episode because Wanda is having nightmares about Wondagore and her parentage. Yeah. So she decides that her and Pietro need to go home to visit their father. So he's not like sick and dying like he is in this. It's just because of dreams that they go. But um, when they meet him, they find out that the Franks are not their real parents. 
that the Maximoffs are their parents. <laughs> but then okay. it's found out that um, this is where we get the whole story of them being dropped off at the orphanage and they learn about their real mom, Magda. And the comic writers did something kind of cool here, in my opinion, because they decided that in Avengers, they would reveal the story that a mutant destroyed their mother's uh, village and saved the twins and ran off. But they didn't tell us who it was. But at the same time, the same month in X-Men 125, they revealed that Magneto has this reverie about his wife, Magda. So if you're reading both Avengers and X-Men at that time, then you could put it together that they're the same. (laughs) Wow. So that was cool. But it actually wasn't (laughs) revealed until Vision and the Scarlet Witch number four years later that Magneto is, in fact, their father. And that's because Magneto seeks out Bova to tell him the truth about what happened to Magda. And that's how he finds out they're his kids and he he reveals it to them. All right, here we go. So then in 2014, and this is around the time that Age of Ultron came out, and this happened because, like we said, the MCU wanted to use Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, but Fox wanted to use Quicksilver. And because the character started off as X-Men, went to Avengers, and Scarlet Witch pretty much stayed with Avengers, and Quicksilver has been in X-Books ever since the 90s, So it's kind of up in the air, like, well, who should get these characters? So Marvel agreed, okay, let us use Quicksilver, but we'll kill him off. And then you can use him all together. We'll just keep Scarlet Witch. So that was the reason why he got killed off Mm -hmm. in Age of Ultron. Uh So to explain this in the comics, because they wanted to take away anything to do with the kids, or the kids, the twins being Magneto's children and anything to do with them being mutants. So there was a story called Axis where... There was a spell that was done that turned anyone who's good evil and anyone evil good. Okay. So it turned Scarlet Witch evil, and she was fighting with Magneto, and Quicksilver had happened to, like, run in. And she, wanting to hurt Magneto, she's like, I'm going to do a spell to hurt anybody who I'm related to. Blood of my blood, you're going to be in pain. So Quicksilver's like, ah! And Magneto was like, wait, what's what's happening? Like, am I, oh, am I supposed to hurt right now? Because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it was revealed that he's not related to them at all. So for some reason, Magneto perpetuated this lie that he was their father for years just to, like, get them close to him. Uh. Yeah. And then it was revealed that they're not actually mutants, either of them, that they actually were experimented on by High Evolutionary who gave them their powers. Wanda, though, actually also gets her powers, we'll find out, from her family line, which we'll talk about in a second. Oh, my goodness. I know. So it's revealed that Django and Mariah Maximoff are actually their relatives. That's their aunt and uncle by blood. So they were given to their aunt and uncle to be raised. (laughs) Okay. And then in 2015... So they were born of human people and experimented on. 
Okay. I'll say yes for now until I reveal this last part. <laughs> okay. So in 2015, the final piece of the story was finally revealed in the Scarlet Witch series, where Scarlet Witch meets the spirit of her mom. Her mom is Natalia Maximoff, who is also a Scarlet Witch. So it was her dad was a Scarlet uh, Wizard, and then her mom was a Scarlet Witch. And well, I mean, sorry. Natalia's dad was a Scarlet Wizard. He passed on the Scarlet powers to Natalia, and she passed them on to Wanda. So okay. that's why Wanda's like uber, because not only was she experimented on and given powers, she also has the natural Scarlet Witch powers that were given to her. Okay. So the property po- probability power is the one that was experimented on her, and that's the one that High Evolutionary knows about. And so, and then the I believe other part- so. Okay, that makes sense rest, to me. Yeah, and then the rest, the chaos magic part, is the Scarlet Witch stuff. Yeah, because yeah, originally it was thought that the probability power was her mutant power, so that makes sense. So that was given to her by High E. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <gasps> so there is your whole confusing timeline of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. And that's all canon. There's not, not like alternate. That's all canon with what happened. So yeah, that's all canon reading. now. Yeah. Okay. But um, recently there was a series called The Trial of Magneto where Scarlet Witch is found dead and they're, they're trying to figure out who killed her. So I won't give away the ending, but the reason why that it was kind of a big deal is, I guess we'll spoil this part, they're able to bring Scarlet Witch back. But um, when Magneto's with her body, he like he mourns for her as a father would for a daughter. So he really does think of them yeah. as his kids. And Scarlet Witch finally like thinks of him as a father figure. So we do kind of mm-hmm. get full circle. Like even though they're not blood, they're still family. So I think that's yeah. kind of assuaged a lot of the fans because mm-hmm. I know for me, when I found out he wasn't going to be their father anymore, I was pissed. I've right. always loved the story of them being his kids. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's, yeah, especially if you go all these years, you know, having it be that's what it is. And then they change it on you and you're like, wait, <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, things just go crazy. So well, and then it gets confusing because then, like, I don't know if I missed it or if I just don't remember it. But then, why did Bova tell Magneto that he was the father? Like, was that just her being confused, or was that like on purpose? Like, there's a lot of history here mm-hmm. that we have to kind of rewrite. <laughs> yeah, like the information and the yeah, the information that was given and the information that was left out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, enough with that. We're not here to talk about X-Men. Let's talk about X-Men. Would you say this is extreme, <laughs> expected, or would you exit out? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I um, The idea of this episode is very exciting to me because I love all these characters. And, you know, I was like, ready to see what would happen. But I'm actually going to give it an expected. <laughs> because... It was not what I thought it was going to be <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> it was very confusing and a little underwhelming. Um, <laughs> I, w- I wanted to see more of with Wanda doing shit. It's pretty much just like, here, let Quicksilver pick me up and run with me. And I just fall around places. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It was funny, but I was like, oh, I wanted more. <sighs> so I'm going to give it expected. 
<laughs> yeah. Actually, one thing we make fun of, we used to make fun of Wanda's powers because she's like, I did that. I did that. Oh, yeah. In one right. of the early episodes, Jean is chasing her and um, she probabilities a suitcase to roll in front of Jean and Jean trips over it. <laughs> like, you get her, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, obviously her powers have evolved since then, but, Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say expected also, like, it's not a bad episode, but it could be tighter. Like the writing could be better. I don't know why they went so far afield to explain things when they could have just said like, oh, Magneto's here. I'm going to set up this trap. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. What would you say, or who would you say is the MXP? I am doing... Magneto. Mm. (laughs) Because, you know, he was always really great at breaking out of the the containments. (laughs) Like, they did nothing to him. Um, And he did try to be good to the people in his life that he loved. He was loving his Magda. Like, he felt for her. He wanted to honor her memory. And then when he found out about these children, he wanted to do right by them and wanted to create a family with them and bond with them. And he was doing really nice things. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. Like, even though he's the villain, like you can tell, especially when he finds out that Quicksilver and Wanda are his children, he's very like, you know, okay, son, I've got you. Or, oh, yeah. daughter. Like he wants to care <laughs> for them. And that's uh-huh. a really cool thing with him for respecting them. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it had to be him or Wanda. They like they were the standouts for this episode, but he was a little more standy outer since he got them out of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say is the X factor? <laughs> I put because this is very, very X Men, as we have just found out from your wonderful history here. The mysteries of one's birth. <laughs> i mean multiple characters you know where they come from who their parents are it's a big deal for every character um so it's it's just very much (laughs) x-men yeah i agree like growing up i remember because the internet wasn't as readily available growing up so like i remember reading origin stories in the backs of comics like reading it on the backs of cards like it was a big deal to find out all these different things like i remember going to the playground and like talking to people like oh did you know that scott and alex jumped out of a airplane and they this and they that and like it was the drama behind x-men and none of the x-men movies like even tried to capture that that's why we love (laughs) x-men right All that to say, I agree with you. That's my X Factor too. <laughs> okay, good. Right. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So for our previously on question this week, I want to know which Quicksilver wore it best. Do you like Quicksilver's outfit in X-Men the Animated Series? X-Men Evolution? Do you like it in the MCU when it's, I believe, Aaron Tyler Johnson? Or do you like it in Fox when he's Evan Peters? I just have to look at the evolution one. That's the only one I don't remember. Okay. I thought that was your show. I thought you'd love that show. I mean, I do I do have most <laughs> memories of it, but I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember him now. Yes. You know, it's funny. He, I did the same thing. I was like, I remember he was in it, but I don't. Oh, yeah. I remember. Okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep. 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 
Um, I'm going to say the um, <laughs> the Avengers outfit, just because. Was his face Adam? What's his name? What's his face? Kickass. Uh, Aaron. Aaron Tyler Johnson, yeah. I think. Aaron Tyler Johnson, yes. Kickass in that shirt with his muscles all out in that shirt. I'm like, <laughs> it just gets me. <laughs> but I'm, the reason. I Oh, I, mean, I wouldn't say it's the most like beautiful costume, but it it, it fills out and it makes me want to wear that shirt. <laughs> um, I'm laughing at you because I chose him for all the same reasons. He was the sexiest. <laughs> oh, I love it. And you know what's funny? When they showed Evan Peters as Quicksilver the first time, it was like, this outfit looks so stupid. I don't know why, what they're doing with Quicksilver. And then when you see the movie, it makes sense. Like, he's hysterical. He was the best part of those two mm-hmm. movies. But I still like Aaron Taylor Johnson more. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Great. Well, next week, we'll see what the listeners decide. Cool. All right, so that brings us to the end of our episode. I lost my place. (laughs) And I keep clicking (laughs) on MGD. (laughs) We're not doing Marvel's Galaxy of Disney. All right. So, Kevin, next up we have Bloodlines. What do you think happens, even though I kind of already told you before we started recording? (laughs) (laughs) I got a spoiler a little bit. Um, (laughs) So I... Guess has to do with Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler appear burgers, appears burgers. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bloodlines, though. He's not going to be the vampire that I thought he was last episode. But uh, maybe, maybe we'll get some of his, like, um, what's her face coming in? Mystique coming in and be like, hey, I'm a Bloodline. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I put you in a river and try to get rid of you. Right. <laughs> Call me mom. <laughs> yeah. Even the voice. Yes. <laughs> so I'll say that. Um. Okay. Well, that's accurate. We do okay. get a kind of a history lesson on Nightcrawler, and maybe we'll see somebody else show up in the episode who's also connected to Mystique Winky Face. Ooh. But Kevin, where can the people find you? Yeah. Um, you're going to follow my personal Instagram at kgzh 7 And Sean is always so nice to like my bulge pictures there. And... <laughs> Banana! <laughs> Banana! And nuts! Uh... <laughs> oh! <laughs> and uh, you can follow the other podcast that we're on uh, called Words of the Witches covering the charmed comic books. We're in season 10, y'all! Doing some good things! Yes. <laughs> and you can find me on Marvelous Galaxy of Disney with your Marvel Star Wars Disney News Weekly. Or I'm so excited to finally be able to announce this. We are up and running. If you are planning on traveling within California or to California, my friend Vicky and I have our own travel agency now. Uh, you can find us on mymagicaljourneys.com. Even if you just need tickets to an escape room, if you want tickets to Disney, 
if you need a hotel, tell us what you need because we know California like the back of our banana. So (laughs) we can hook you up with an excellent vacation. And what's cool about it is it's no extra cost to you. Um, for us to help you plan it's the extra cost comes from like Disneyland or the hotels they pay us to help you so why not let us help you plan because we know all the cool spots and we know where the LGBTQIA friendly places are <laughs> unlike Florida <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Sad. all right cool and you can also find uh, magical journeys on Instagram now you can just go through my link tree and like it through there along with my other projects all right cool so thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you next week with bloodlines <laughs> blood <laughs> banana <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>